It's a couple hours after Pepper and Max jumped out the window. And Carl, you're uh, you've been sort of rudely awoken as around you lies uh, uh, sort of your the group you've now chosen to align yourself with. Uh, you see Michael Mathias, um, middle-aged, pretty chubby, uh, sort of gleaming. You see Carol, your best friend in basically the whole world. You see Oswald and Caramella, the last remaining two members of the Sugar Hill Gang. Uh, you see an old man in a suit, an old bald man in a suit and a white moustache who you don't know yet. Uh, Matthias looks at you and he goes, Oh, thank God, the man's awake. How you doing? Carl kind of like shakes his head and half gets up and asks uh, Matthias, Can you stand and make a coffee machine? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, um, it could make the machine, but it could make the beans. Do you have beans? Of course I have beans. Uh, he summons a coffee machine next to you. Uh, sort of, it rises out the ground. First off, it looks like it's made of concrete, but then you can see the form slowly shape until it's in the shape of a coffee machine. Um, and in it are beans, which you assume he carried up. So make some yourself. I do make some coffee myself. Okay. Well, he walks over to the window that uh, Pepper and Max recently jumped through. You're still in the warehouse where everything happened. Um, and he is standing, just standing precariously against this open window. And you're at the top. You are incredibly high up and you can feel the wind coming through but he's standing perfectly still this is a very important week for me and I'm glad to have you on my team I kind of as I'm drinking my coffee I nod at him um do you know why I can stand at this window with you behind me and not fear that you will push me over into the abyss. I look at him as as I expect him to keep going. It's because more so than my stand. It's powerful, yes, and I could likely catch myself if it came down to it. But over there... <laughs> is a woman who you care greatly about. And in pushing me, you would be doing her a great disservice. See, Carl, knowledge is power, and not knowledge of the way the world works. Knowledge of people. Knowledge of how they tick, and what you must do to get them on your side. That is all that matters. He stands up to his full height, which is still not that tall, and he says, this will be a very important week for Paradise City. Soon, I will be receiving an item that will make my powers beyond what you could possibly imagine. 
give me the ability to shape not just this city, but the whole world. And he looks at you, Carl, and he says, I'm going to make this place perfect. Everything. No more war. No more famine. No more sadness. Just paradise. Are you willing to be a part of this? Carl... He looks at Carol, Carol, and uh, looks back at Matthias. He kind of, he kind of shrugs, keeps drinking his coffee, and so he, it's pretty obvious from his expression that he's willing to cooperate. I appreciate your honesty. Okay. Before we switch scenes, I want to scratch the ear where Max put his substand in. <laughs> okay. You do I'm that. not going to take it out. Just as a little nod to him. Okay. Um, yep, sure enough. Uh, you scratch uh, the stand and Mephias uh, goes, okay. Here's the plan. You and Carol are going to be escorting the van that is carrying said important material. Now, if you're wondering why I'm sending you on such an important mission, it's because, frankly, I don't trust you perfectly yet. So, I'm not going to put you in a position where anyone will know, where your friends will know that you're there. Um, You're going to be protecting the van, and escorting it to this building. The rest of you, he points at um, Oswald and Caramella, uh, he says, you'll be protecting this building. Likely that the interlopers will be arriving as we speak, or within the next few hours. I have faith in your abilities. He looks at the tall, lanky man, bald man with the beard, and he says, you know where you need to go, right? And uh, the man nods his head. And he says, Matthias says, all right. Matthias lifts his hands up and all of you are encased in concrete. And then you are pulled right. down the building and outside to your mission locations. Over at the Speedwagon headquarters. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep. Yeah. Now that I'm that I'm away from the Matthias, mm. I will actually take out the the little earpiece and I'll whisk her I'm sorry. I'm sure you understand. I'll drop it on the ground and stamp on it. Got it. Okay, um Yeah, uh we we go to the Speedwagon Foundation where an old woman is uh, an old paralyzed woman is pushing herself forward with the tips of her fingers on a uh, on a wheelchair. She uh, goes into the bottom floor, wheels straight past uh, all the other elevators and goes straight to Maureen's. Uh, there she slowly goes up the floors on Maureen's elevator, which is darker than it used to be. And at the top floor, those doors open and she goes inside. 
Speedwagon looks at this woman in confusion and disbelief. Uh, she just this woman just like wheels straight past Maureen and into Speedwagon's office. Um, and Speedwagon takes uh, off, summons his stand, a hat, and throws it at this woman before saying, "Who are you? What are you doing here?" Hi, I'm Max. Just popping in. Uh, I think I have some inf- important information for you. He goes, <laughs> and then I, I flick a switch, and you hear some white noise in the background to block out any of the bugs that might be around. And I tell him, I got some info on who's been doing all of this. His name is Matthias, Matthew Matthias, and he's amassing power. He's trying to uh, take the city. He's controlling you and the government. Jesus. Um, Max, sorry, you, that's quite a piece of information. What do you mean, all this? This Paradise City, it's a stand. The entire thing. Uh, as you say that... They do stuff. As, as you say that, uh, another man walks in to the same room and let me quickly change where you guys are Uh, another man walks into the room this man is tall bald and he has a uh gray beard and mustache uh max you recognize him immediately sorry i'll get rid of your token that max you recognize him immediately as um as the man who is timothias's right when you uh, were in his office. Okay, and so is he in the same room? Yep, he walks in the room. He says, Speedwagon, we uh, have to talk. Oh. Uh, Speedwagon looks at him and says, uh, yes, of, uh, of course, Mayor Coltrane. Um, uh, he uh, sits up straight in his chair and says, uh, what's the issue? And Coltrane goes, uh, and then he looks at you, Coltrane looks at you and goes, uh, is it safe to, do you trust this old lady? Who is she? Uh, Speedwagon sort of has a moment and then he says, uh, no, it's fine. Yes, he's, she's just a uh, friend of mine. Um, the old man goes, oh, of course, two of her agents have gone rogue. Um, one, Pepper and Max Brannigan. Um yeah, we saw them trying to steal priceless artifacts from the Paradise City Museum. They were using their stands for nefarious deeds. And uh, um, Speedwagon sort of crosses his arms and he goes, is that right? And uh, the old man goes, uh, yes, of course. Um, I'll, I'll need you to put a warning out uh, on all your agents. Uh, tell them to look out for these two. They're dangerous, very dangerous. More so than maybe even you think. And he goes, of course, yes, I'll, I'll get right to that. And the man goes, okay, I will reconvene with you uh, in the next few hours. Uh, I need to go do some official business. I'll talk to you soon. Speedwagon goes, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, the man goes to walk out. I, uh, 
Okay, I hope I hope he's not just standing outside the door. For no, 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 I say, yeah. Okay. Oh, he actually like, goes down the elevator or something. Yeah, you hear him go down the Marine's elevator. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I tell him, uh, you may not believe me after he just what he just said, but I hand him like a flash drive containing uh, a voice recording of the, the last encounter we just had, and tell him to play it once I leave, and then I turn around and start wheeling myself out. Um. He goes to play it, uh, and you can hear as you wheel yourself out and down the stairs uh, and down the elevator, you can hear the recording of uh, Matthias's voice saying, this is my stand, Paradise City. And as then you slowly ride down the elevator. Okay, what's, uh, what's Pepper doing during all this? It's kind of looming somewhere outside the building. Just waiting, just listening. In a getaway van. You actually, yeah, uh, as you're standing outside, you actually see uh, a couple minutes after Max enters in wheelchair form, you see Matthias' right-hand man uh, sort of walk down the street. Okay. Um, Pepper's Pepper's just going to play it cool. He's just going to play it cool for now. Stay in the van car okay uh, if max needs anything then he'll storm the building yeah uh um yeah uh so the radio uh maybe you turn on the radio in the in the car and uh surely enough uh on the radio is none other than matthias himself he goes good morning paradise city it is a beautiful day today, though um, I hate to report that uh, several criminals are on the loose. One Max Brannigan and Pepper, uh, matching these descriptions, and they sort of list off how you guys look. Uh, any information about these two fugitives are to be reported immediately to the Paradise City Police Force. Uh, I hate to be a bummer, but uh, it's of vital importance. Anyway, uh, I hope you all have a wonderful day. And uh, and then the song switches to some sort of slow love tune. Or uh, Pepper like adjusts the car seat so he can lean back as far as possible without being seen. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> and no one will ever know. <laughs> okay, so I assume I get back down to the car without the issue right yeah yeah you're in your in your current hawking contingency state you uh you can get to the car with very little issue uh, how did you get this car actually i'm going to ask is it just one of your cars um i mean i we could have stolen it i could have made it the speed demons we had during the race yeah you did get some pretty sweet cars oh yeah we could have just stolen it from the garage mm. yeah that was the truck that we just knocked the guy out uh, actually, as you, uh, you let's let's do a quick retcon. You uh, you go to check the garage for cars, but the only thing in there is Al's taxi. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. So the seat doesn't even go back; it just kind of lurches, and I like break my spine. No, the the seat the seat doesn't. The, actually, the seat goes back, but the reason it goes back is because the hinge is broken, and it literally the whole seat just goes back. The the, the seat itself falls over. Um, yeah, that's the only car you sadly had available. 
Hmm. Um, ice yeah. cream trucks I could hijack. <laughs> sure. Uh, Specifically ice cream trucks. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird thing. Okay. Uh, when I get to the car, I take over driving because I, uh, since we're wanted criminals now, we can't just have, have someone see us driving. So I tell Pepper to get in the back. And I get in the front and, like, because I do, like, a Terminator 2 kind of thing where I cha- I can change my form now with, like, con- keeping con- conservation of mass. Mm. So I, like, turn into, like, a an Indian guy. Okay. Uh, cool. To drive around. So no one will recognize me. Cool. Uh, you, when you drive, um, as the, as you get closer to the center of uh, sort of Paradise City, you realize the sheer effect that Matthias's show of power has had. Uh, literally, every building is slightly slanted, just bent at the center. Like the entire city is creaking under its own weight. You can see the sort of twisted metal that is that the sort of city has become it's not particularly like grotesque but it definitely just looks like the entire city has been sort of all focused on one point and you know that point to be the building that you fell out of which when you found out as you landed was uh the paradise city museum oh uh, quick question does do other people like visibly notice that it's all wonky um, people were looking, but, uh, I think it's like, you know, because you saw, you saw the build, you saw it happen, but a lot of these people are like slightly confused. Like, were they always, were these buildings always like that? Like they're, it's barely visible right now. It was way more visible at the top of the thing, but from the bottom, you can sort of even barely notice it. Hmm. All right. Okay, so I'm assuming we're going to the museum, right? Mm. So, uh, yeah, you said there's the museum. Uh, Carl was sent to guard a truck that uh, Mafia said was going on the uh, sort of main freeway of Paradise City. Um, oh, yeah, we should go after the truck. Yeah, you can you can do whatever you want. You can go and get some allies. You can go talk to people. Use, oh, yeah, we should, use, oh, we should have gotten what, some people from Speedwagon. Do whatever you got to do. I want to load up on some allies first and yeah where should we go because really the only allies we have is the speedwagon foundation uh, and people there think that we're wanted criminals and if speedwagon does anything against that yeah it might raise suspicion Ugh. well we could uh did we ever encounter any other stand users though uh, I don't think so. Oh, let's go to the zoo. Oh, oh yeah, let's the uh, salamander. Yeah, let's kidnap the salamander and the jellyfish and the ants. I mean, don't do that. Can we? Can we do that? Can we just like you can get I, the salamander and throw it somewhere? You can animal handling check. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically. No, you can. Uh, you can go to like I'm giving you complete freedom here. Uh, like I assume that the animals are like sentient because like Iggy. And the rats were, so we could like convince them to help us. Mm. Let's let's go do it. <laughs> do it. Sure, you already know the way to Paradise City Zoo because you've driven there once before. And as as you uh, 
as you as you go, you uh, drive up and you just take in all these familiar sites that you've been to, and uh, you get to the zoo, which I actually need to unarchive. Whoops. Um, and yeah, you get to the zoo. Um, uh, because of the fact that uh, it's no longer um, under terrible, um, like terrible storms and everything's going awfully, uh, it's a uh, the people are there. There's lots of people and they're having just a grand old time in Paradise City Zoo. Uh, kids um, and parents alike, and you actually you see some sort of effects of your time here in the salamander enclosure. One of the volcanoes he made is still up. Um, he's sort of hissing around it. Uh, uh, people must think it's plastic, you assume. Um, the elephant enclosure is is very empty. Um, but apart from that, <laughs> it's pretty much the same as it was. It's pretty much the same as it was. Oh, and no dar- guard dog. Mm, yeah, there's no Rest guard dog. Uh, as you walk in, uh, the man at the entry, who I believe was called Arvi, uh, looks at you and says, Oh, holy shit, it's you guys. Well, wait, no, I'm an Indian guy, so... Oh, right, react yeah, he reacts pepper. pepper, he says, Oh, holy shit, man, it's, um, what are you doing here? Back for the rest of the elephant. He goes, Oh, shit, yeah. I, uh, forgot about that elephant. And he looks down, he, uh, sort of, <laughs> he sort of does, like, a cross in his chest. He goes, um, yeah, no, um, what, uh, what really brings you here, uh, is, there, is it? I need to talk of... to the salamander. You need to. Or some animals. You need to talk to the salamander. Sal- yes. Like. Sal- uh, pats him on the shoulder. He's like, "Don't think about it much. It's it's just it's." Just Wait a second. Who are you? He, look, he looks at the, he looks at you. Uh, currently dressed, currently disguised as an Indian dude, and says, "Who who are you exactly? Sorry to to I'm, pry. Well, um, I'm his taxi driver." Yeah, right. Uh, he just—he obviously can't be bothered with this conversation. For you have free reign in the park. You did us a huge service. Um. Uh, yeah, just uh, have free reign. And okay. He, uh, well, he walks um, off to go but, uh, range that park. Right. Well, let's go talk to the salamander. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Because she. Well, like, how would we communicate with him? I could like make a um, text to people speech, to... like thing like could type <laughs> <The> salamanders. <laughs> we no, the salamander we didn't think uh... So he should be able to type. Mm. Well, assuming that he can read, doesn't that doesn't sound right? Stunts are able to communicate telepathically. Oh yeah, let's do that. I think I'll like pull out Starbound and be like, "Hey there, how uh, how you feeling?" Uh, from behind the salamander, you see a, a small sort of fiery sort of figure appear. Uh, it's got like red uh, sort of shoulder things, and it uh, it also comes out and says, "What? What you do here?" Uh, Gone for the Argonian. I, I'm bad for accents. Uh, he goes. He, he he looks fucking. He looks as angry as a salamander can do. He says, "You hurt me." Well, if you don't help us, someone's gonna hurt you a lot more. Or kind of waves at the enclosure. Goes, "Do you like this? Do you like this enclosure?" Well, if you don't help us, that's gone. 
he prowls around his volcano and he says, I get food here. They give me much. Tell me, who threatens us? Matthias. It's an evil name, but I do not know it. What does he intend to do? He intends to control this city and all who would reside within it, including you. (laughs) Human affairs are not my affairs. I am happy here. Kind of leans forward. He sent us here the first time, so who says you won't do it again? But with someone else. He uh, he prowls around his enclosure, and he says, um, "Give me time to think. Ten minutes." And he uh, he climbs into his volcano for a bit and just sits there. Uh. Well, let's go talk to the ants now. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to the ants. Yeah, we've never done that. You really make Alan make every accent in the universe. <laughs> I can't do an <laughs> ant voice. Yeah, no. Um, uh, no, you, just like you, uh, you, uh, you uh, walk up to the ant things, and um, Pepper, you see some children like pointing at you, like, hey, like they like they like. There's a there's an older man sort of. Uh, sitting on a bench and some children are like talking next to him and pointing at you Pepper like there's a little dramatic close and he goes why yes it's me Smiley the Clown I do children's parties I just got off of work though I'm here at the zoo I was working over there by the salamander enclosure entertaining the salamander and the children there as well but today I'm here for the ants I'm here to talk to the ants play with the ants do you like ants kids I like ants well I need to <laughs> do my business as Smiley the Clown does things with animals. Um, the second you say that, a billboard, uh, there's a huge billboard uh, behind you, basically, and the billboard that was like, uh, come to Paradise City Zoo, uh, see the ants or whatever, um, behind you uh, directly replaces with a huge wanted poster of you and Max's face. <laughs> <laughs> I quickly run over to him and just the skin pigment in his face to make him wear a clown makeup. You can do that? I mean, I'm guessing. Because, I don't no, think you I can think... do that. <laughs> no, could I? I'm wondering. Cause... I don't think you can change other people. Okay. No, no, I could. No, but the thing is, I can heal people. I could, like, I could sew them, like, up from the inside out. So why couldn't I grab this, like, the melanin in his face and just shove it all toward the nose so he has, like, a clown nose, but it's all brown instead of. Uh, red <laughs> wounds like and change my identity. Like, that's kind of a big jump. Brown yeah. And, yeah. It's like magic the most black face. ever. <laughs> okay. So, Whoa. The, rest his, the rest of his face is white, except for his. You like, give you give Pep like you give, perfect circles on his cheeks and his nose. You give Pepper some magic black face, but um, he he continue he still has the same facial structure, and Avi actually uh he is sort of as he's ranging he's looking around at the. Uh, enclosure and um he's like oh shit and uh he opens the gate because you're over here and he's over here he opens the gate and you see five or six small dogs run out of the enclosure in which hound used to live 
And every single one of them has the exact same collar he did. Oh! Oh! And, um... Have you guys... okay. uh, do they all look like him? Yeah, they're all the exact same breed. They're all Dobermans, which I think he was. They're all baby Dobermans. Dunge Max on the shoulder. And I, uh, I point to the dogs and I say, You go get those. I smile at the clown and no one else will handle these ants. <laughs> Um, the dogs, uh, yeah, the, uh, the puppies, um, they, uh, start running up to you, and, uh... Do they look angry? They do. They look quite angry. Well, it's not much they can do to me. There's, they're puppies. I stand, well, oh, wait, are they puppies, or are they, like, fully grown? No, they're puppies. It's only been, like, two what? weeks. <laughs> You're gonna, like, shit stop them. Yeah, I could. I wouldn't even need a stand <laughs> to get them. Drop your leaden foot on their heads, Jesus Christ! Um, I like calmly walk up to them, and show no fear because that kind of puts the fire out of a dog. Okay, they are. Uh, uh, the, yeah, some of them are pacified. One goes to to bite you, but like obviously it doesn't do anything to your metal skin. There's like five of them. Uh, and like yeah three of them cow one tries to bite you uh the fifth one um you don't know exactly what happens but you feel a a small wave of force push you back not huge but a small wave of force nevertheless hmm well i uh i try to communicate wait would other people be able to hear me communicating with the dogs nah <laughs> Because that'd be weird if I was, like, talking to a dog. Well, I mean, i do it. Um, yeah, sure, you can try and talk to the, the dogs. Hmm. Uh, what is your relation to Hound? They, he looks up, he, they, uh, the one who pushed you back looks up and he goes, Dad! Uh, I was, um, I, I tell him, tell them, like, my experience with their dad and, like, how we, like, fought the evil whale together. Um, he's uh, he's like they're like running around. They're like he's a they're like losing their shit. Um, he goes he 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 um uh uh one of them looks at him and goes so he saved you. Yes, and uh, he saved the entire city. Wow, the puppies are sort of all completely sated now. They're all sitting and looking at you. And Avi walks up to you and goes, uh, oh God, I, they've, uh, I haven't seen them this calm in forever. They've been so aggressive recently. Um, well, I just have that effect on animals. A really, really bad Indian accent. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, fair, uh, fair enough. Uh, I'm su- I'm supposed to uh, to arrest you, but um, I I can't I I I physically cannot do that. Um, also, I, wait, wait, am I even a suspect though? Because like, do they? Know oh right, that oh I'm right, next? sorry, no, completely rearranged that. He goes, uh, yeah, no, you've. Uh... Yeah, that'd be weird if I was just like my like white like white blue eyed guy saying stuff in the Indian accent. No, yeah, no, you look sorry, you look. Uh, no, yeah, you. Uh, he goes, no, they've uh, they've been real angry the last couple of weeks. Um. 
I've hardly been able to train him at all. So, you'd like a dog whisper or something? Yeah, something like that. Uh, one of them jumps up on you and starts, like, licking your leg and um, is incredibly excited. He says, can we go with you? I, I, I tell them yes, but I, I ask them how they, how they think they can get out without being noticed. And um, smear them into your body. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just create like a couple bubbles for them to sit, sit in. Okay, that is some body horror shit right there. Uh, Avi, while okay. Avi, while Avi's looking away, you stuff well, all the, you stuff all the puppies into your into your mass, and you're just and, like, slightly... kind of just like quickly walk away to the car. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, cool, you got some puppies in the car. Uh, Pepper, what do you want to do? Nearby. I can lure the ants with. Uh, I mean... Same, you have to be same, like, super careful s- that no one actually sees you. Same stools, same curly-whirly. I, I'm going to go grab a few curly-whirlies. And, uh, <laughs> there is a man, there is a man in, at this stool. Who is who now? It's not abandoned anymore. He goes, "Oh, do you yeah, wanna, sorry. Do you want to? Do you want some food?" <laughs> Curly whirlies, thank you. Uh, here, uh, he says, "That'll be a uh, uh, four dollars." Dollars. I don't know how much money I have. Maybe I use a credit card. <laughs> so I just got cash. All my accounts for You probably have at least three dollars, four dollars. Yeah, you pay him and. Walk over to the ant enclosure. I'm going to break up one of the curly whirlies and just toss it out into the enclosure. And then I'm going to use my stand to talk to the ants when they appear. Um, yeah, you toss uh, the, the food out and uh, several ants come out. And um, they don't have a stand per se, but uh, seeing that yours, they all look at you and, say, and they just look at you, yeah. Remember me? I gave you a curly whirly in the ring a few weeks ago. In fact, I think we gave you a few. We need a favor now, and I'm be willing to pay you five more curly whirlies in exchange. We are Empire. We appreciate the sustenance. We will help you. <laughs> I don't think five curly whirlies are going to cut it for this, though. Pepper is a bit off put by their voice. I'm not gonna lie. Pepper's like, "Oh, good. Well, we need you in a car." We are legion. (laughs) Uh, You see him start to form together to make a a slightly humanoid shape, and he says, "We will do what you ask." (laughs) What was that guy that was made of ants in Rick and Morty? Anthony Myers Johnson. Uh, Million ants. Oh, yep. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the, yeah, so the, the ants uh, climb up the sides of the cage and go through an air hole one by one and start trailing themselves outside towards the car. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I, wait, I wouldn't know they're coming. Never mind. No. Yeah, uh, about... I'm like, I'm going to need some more curly whirlies. <laughs> he goes, you uh, run up and just throw your wallet at the thing. <laughs> my entire credit card, I'm like, give me everything. 
okay. <laughs> he just hands you like a an armful of various sweets and chocolates. Can I like snag my credit card back? Yeah, sure. Sweet. He says, "Okay, I didn't need that anyway." Um, and yeah, um, is there anything else you want to do before you go? Well, I don't think we could really br- realistically bring the jellyfish. I mean, if we could get like a bucket of water or something. Also, that then... je- also, I'm going to be honest. Uh, that jellyfish is the most chaotic evil of all animals. <laughs> I will tell you that right Bring now. Bring it then. Hmm. Well, to be honest, he's just as likely to make us forget how to speak as he is to help us. Hmm. Do me a solid, Max. Can you make me another light? Since I can just wreck house. Okay, I like go to an isolated corner. Like, um right here where no one really is looking hopefully and I grab one of the lights and make um, as bright of a light as I can make like just absolutely like super bright yeah uh, with those lights you can make an easy A A right light at least yeah no but like not just A like S A light just like super duper bright okay yeah sure uh, you probably I like guess... this kind where you need a, a, a pinhole camera to look at Mm, no, yeah, you get a couple of lights and fuse them together, I guess, um, to make a very powerful, very energy-consuming light. Um, and... We've only ever made lights out of the light in this suit. That's true. This zoo has been incredible. Oh, wait, no, but we've also used um, laser pointers. That's true. He got them out of the air. This zoo is, like, missing, like, five lights. Well, they probably replaced it by now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or maybe they didn't. Got one more. Uh, yeah. Um. Are we? Do we have anything else? I mean, I assume we're not taking the uh, the jellyfish. Yeah. No. I. I don't even want to talk to it. All right. Um. Yeah. You know, it. It, it sounds like a lot of fun to bring the jellyfish, but it sounds like a lot of trouble too. <laughs> so uh, Pepper's just gonna wave at the kids and be like, "Goodbye now, smile at the clown." Here's my card. He like throws out. A piece of paper with nothing on it. He's like, "Have fun. Call me. I'll. I. I don't work Wednesdays. Bye." <laughs> the kids are fucking just look at you, slack jawed and confused as you leave. Um, uh, as you uh, pass by the salamander enclosure, it comes out and says, "I have considered your offer, but decided against it." You see, human affairs are very temporary. I think I will soon find myself after accommodation. Nevertheless, I thank you for your consideration. And he goes back into his volcano to uh, rest. Okay, well, I try to calm the uh, the dogs in preparation of the massive horde of ants that are coming. Yeah. Um, Actually, you start to see in the backseat of uh, Al's taxi... um, tons of these uh ants start pouring in and they form the shape of a of a some like a somewhat humanoid shape uh completely genderless but like just sort of like a stick figure made of ants basically and it it looks at you and says you were once kind to us we empire thank thee 
I think and... I'll pay you. Bit off put by the these ants still. He just kind of loads all the sweets in the trunk with them. He's like, just don't eat it all at once. He says, do not worry. We understand the necessity of restraint. And then just, they sort of disintegrate and just start eating all this candy. Mm. Well, oh, I, I turned Pepper's face back to normal. Okay. Uh, Pepper no longer has magic blackface. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you guys are uh, back in our taxi with a bunch of puppies and um, some ants. Oh, I'm sorry, but those puppies are going to die. Uh, I'll be fine. <laughs> we got to make sure those puppies can breathe, otherwise we're just throwing limp balls of <laughs> okay. flesh. Oh, yeah. oh, I yeah. well, assuming you didn't put the puppies in the trunk. There's a back seat. I thought they were still in Max's chest. No. Oh, Jesus. No, like, I wouldn't just keep them inside me. Oh, my God. Okay, um... <laughs> Yeah, just to just to speed things up. Just to just to speed things up. I'm assuming you leave uh, the zoo. Um, okay. uh, yeah, as you drive away, once again you notice how all the buildings are creaking, and actually you pass by uh, a building that looked like even before its collapse looked pretty rickety because whatever Matthias did. Uh, you assume, due to the sort of way the wood has bent, uh, that whatever Matthias did actually collapsed this building. Hmm. And, I uh, go inside to see what's actually in, if there's anything remaining that would be of interest. Uh, it looks like it used to be some sort of like restaurant. Uh, sort of tables are littered with. Uh, it was only like one floor. It was like a tiny sort of like cute shack amongst these sort of giant skyscrapers and um uh like yeah the entire restaurant is like laden with with tables and like it looks like people left this place in a hurry because there's still like pasta on the some of these tables and uh sort of uh in the middle is uh, a man who's like uh trying to um like trying to clear this up, he's like moving rubble, sort of one thing at a time in the middle. Do I recognize him? Or is there any like defining details on him? No, he's sort of quite—he's uh, quite chubby. He has a cigar in his mouth and a sort of pork pie style hat, and he's just like trying to move all this stuff. Well, I call out to him, asking what happened. The man looks at you and says, "Did you destroy my shop?" I say no, but I'm trying to get who did. Before you finish your sentence, the man takes out a small coin out of his pocket and throws it on the ground. The moment the coin hits the ground, it seems like he kind of is absorbed into the ground. Hmm. Like, uh... I go and pick up the coin. You go to pick up the coin, but you see that there's not a coin there. And you feel a pressure on the back of your neck. And say, are you sure you didn't destroy my shop? Well, I mean, he was trying to get me. He was trying to like intimidate us, I guess. But what happened? how did your shop get destroyed? 
I don't know. I was hoping you knew. I mean, I I was just serving my sandwiches when the whole city went haywire. Yeah, no, that's that's like it's like kind of indirectly my fault. I wasn't the one. The guy who did it was trying to get me. Do you know that guy who did it? Yes. I. <clears throat> I assume you're hunting for this man, right? Of course. Would you care to join us? I would love to join you. What's your name? My name is Max. Yours? Antonio. I go out and shake your hand. Oh, oh so he's an Italian. Mm, yeah, he's a sort of sh- sh- pretty short, pudgy Italian dude. Oh. Maybe not so, short, but quite big actually. But He's wearing like classical gangster like he's wearing the the like the black dress pants and the white dress shirt the the shoots and the fedora oh. the actual fedora not the neckbeard kind yeah he's actually clean shaven hmm well he i lead him to the car and well don't give him any explanation when he comes in <laughs> Okay, so um, your your new friend enters the car where there are just a fuck ton of puppies just just running around. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and also the ants. Uh, they're in the trunk, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, no, I thought the, the ants are in the trunk, I thought. Yeah, Pepper threw all the, sweet, all the sweets in the oh. truck with the ants. Kind of leans forward in his seat and he goes, Empire, we have a new friend. Wait, aren't you the guy the the radio man warned us about? The radio man is the guy who did this. Thank God. Look, um, I'm pretty on board with killing this man, but don't you think this is a little bit crazy? I pull pull out the actual voice recorder and play it. And he hears the part where um, he, uh, the guy imitates, uh, uses his radio voice. Mm, so, uh, just to do it, he goes, oh, sorry, uh, let me do it. Hello, and welcome to PCB Radio. I'm Michael Mathias. And then you put it to a stop. And he, and, or maybe you keep playing and sort of it goes wrong uh, as he's like talking about intimidating you and how he controls the whole city. And then you hear the almighty creak as all the buildings sort of slowly come towards you and yeah you know everything now well Antonio kind of opens his eyes like really wide and says oh my god he takes out a cigar from his jacket and likes it starts smoking it he says I haven't smoked in approximately 17 years I didn't think I would hear the word stand again. As he does this, he takes out his stand, which looks like a a male ballerina. Hmm. Can you guys see this? Well, I turn my hand into, like, oh, the letters yeah, of the word yes. Or just summon Starbomb to float next to him. Ah. <sighs> I thought I had retired. Okay. 
Uh, well, uh, we need to go to the museum. You in? Why not? I don't have my shop anymore. There's a stand users. There's puppies apparently in this car. Oh, don't worry, there's stand users too. Uh, one, of, one of the puppies looks at you and goes, Did you fight with my dad too? I, just just take him to the museum. <laughs> okay. I tell them, uh, no, he, we only just met him. Uh, what they look at Boundra and goes, Oh, fine. But Pepper did. Uh, and then, like, ten of them, well, there's only five, but all five of them just jump on Pepper at once. Down for this, he starts cuddling with them and giggling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you start uh, driving back towards the museum. Uh, it's a long road, uh, sort of, because uh, basically, to get to the Speedwell Foundation from the museum, you went sort of east, and then you went more east to get to the zoo, and you're going all the way back now. Um, and you're sort of driving along this motorway with like thousands of cars but as you drive longer and longer you, you realise that the road starts to thin out uh, like less and less cars are on it uh, people are turning off and um, you're not exactly sure why but everyone's just like driving off to the side uh, parking near and like eventually on one of the busiest motorways in Paradise City, just there's no cars at all. I drive off to the side too. Okay. You're now on the side. Um, and I look around to see if there's a stand user or anything. Not that you can tell. Uh, actually, now you're saying this, some people are getting out and they're looking panicked and they're like grabbing their bags and starting to like, to like. Oh, it's the radio. Running. We so, couldn't hear it because our, we didn't have the radio on. Okay, do you, uh, do you turn the radio on? I turn the radio on. Uh, um, he goes, uh, you hear Michael Mephias' voice and goes, all right, everyone, uh, urgent message to all Paradise City listeners. Uh, we are currently in a state of evacuation. There is a uh, huge storm coming, uh, as big as the one that happened a few weeks ago, uh, but also accompanied by a few manicured eight earthquakes. We need to all leave the area as soon as possible. Uh, if you are in your cars, move them up to the side and calmly walk uh, out of Paradise City uh, and into the desert. We will be receiving further instructions there. Uh, thank you all and uh, have a good night. And the radio switches off. Hmm. And you see one car still on the road, uh, a small black van. Uh, that's driving sort of probably above the speed limit, but it's got some sort of uh, sign on the side and it's just driving incredibly fast up the road now. Hmm. Well, I guess I, I would give chase. What do you think, guys? Absolutely. Hmm. So you're going to give chase? Wait, I grab like a small piece of myself and throw it as hard as I can to see if I could get it to like stick. All right, let's give the first uh, power roll of the day. Just uh, do do a standard power roll. See if it, see if you can hit it. Yeah, with the with the fifteen, you manage to uh, stick a piece of yourself onto this. Uh, is it one of like the bug pieces where you can hear stuff? 
it's a different one where I just know where it is at all times. Okay, cool. I'll allow that. Um, okay, how far away is the car from us? Uh, not that far. It's moving. We're currently in bullet time right now. It's moving quickly, uh, like probably like 60, 70 miles an hour. Uh, but um, it's only just past you. How many meters away from us is it? Um, probably like t- 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 20 feet. You're on the side of the road. It's in the far end. Okay. I will use my stand to attempt to spin the, the screws on one of its tires. Okay. Uh, I guess that would be a precision roll to see if you can uh, get that done while it's moving so fast. Uh, so you go to to uh, to unscrew the uh, sides of the thing, but um, you manage to like hit some of the metal, and that spins a bit. But uh, the car keeps moving. Damn. Wait, you rolled d tens? Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, what do you guys want to do? Uh, Pepper, you could probably do something because either one of them have until you have to all start actually chasing after it. Um, I guess I'll try to incapacitate the van by throwing a light grenade using that light. Okay. Uh, you're going to try and incapacitate the person driving. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to throw the light grenade oh, at the well. side of the van and try and like, blow it really badly. No, I, I, no, I heard that. Um, Oh, I didn't hear any of it. Oh, that's fine. Uh, so you're just going to throw the light grenade at the side of the van. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, at the side of the van to try and just blow it to the side and make it, like, smash into the other cars on the side Are you using, like, the uber-powerful one that probably only has one charge, or are you just making, like, a uh, normal one? It's, uh, I'll it's... make a normal one, then. Mm, okay. I'm saying only probably because Al, I said, like, um, it would be a short, like... Like it would like take a lot of energy to use. It's like early morning because um, basically the way this has gone is the this the train mission, uh, the dreams, and this are all happening basically in twenty four hours. You uh, did the train thing, went straight up to dream, uh, and now you're here. And it's basically you haven't slept once. Uh, so yeah, you can make a a precision roll for a uh, B grenade. So. Make the precision roll, see if you can hit that boy. Yep, you hit the side of the van straight the fuck on. Uh, uh, now do a power to see if it skids properly. Oh yeah, oh yeah it is. Um, the van practically topples over. It smashes into the uh, car on the side. Uh, and uh, yeah, one of luckily no one was in it. But um, yeah, the van. No one was in the van. Yeah, no one. Uh, no, no one's in the. Uh, no one's in the car. It smashed into. Uh, but yeah, oh, okay. It just drifts off to the side. What if this Great is just shit. some random van that was ignoring the evacuation for no reason? What'd you, what'd you say? Thought it was suspicious. Yeah, <laughs> what if it was just a random van? like panicking trying to get their mother in the hospital to leave and we're just like nope oh jesus okay well i cautiously walk up to the driver's side okay um 
do you see uh, in the uh, sorry let me switch over you see in the driver's side um, uh, so what was uh, what was Carl saying to Carol before uh, the thing hit the side of the truck I think they were just silent yeah they were just sort of sitting driving with their important cargo in the back and suddenly you see Carl you see uh, the rear view mirror a incredibly uh, uh, sorry an unforgettable sight of the light grenade approaching and hitting the side of your van as it hits uh, a railing and basically just fucking you know just does the thing um, sorry I don't, it just flips over completely uh, and you and Carol are both unharmed with the parry stand but uh, you're now upside down and you see um, Pepper just walk up to uh, the van. And... I thought I was walking up. Oh, sorry, Max. Yeah, you see Max walk up to the van and look inside. You see inside. an Indian man walking Pepper's up. there too. Pepper's coming. Mm. All right, so uh, I'm going to say... Antonio goes as well. Yeah, Antonio goes as well. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to make your decision. Uh, are you going to take control of Carl or Antonio for this? And I'll take control of the other one if you want. Hmm, I think it will play Antonio for this because I'm excited to try out his abilities. Alright, cool. So, um... Oh, wait, I'm, uh, I'm gonna turn back into normal really quick just just so I can see the look on Carl's face when an Indian man turns into his one friend. <laughs> yeah, so you, Carl... Can you... I... I assume I still roleplay as Carl, right? Uh, yeah. For talking, you'll play Okay, okay. Uh, so, you see a, uh, an Indian man walk up to your van, uh, probably say, uh, oh, you're right, and then transform into Max. Well, you already heard my apology. And as he says that, he freezes Max. Okay, let's roll some fucking initiative. Oh, come on. See so ya. close. I roll better as Carl than you do. Um... Excuse me, I always was like first in initiative or something. I know, you probably were. <laughs> um, the dogs are all so see speed. So. Ooh, 20 for the dogs. Wow. dogs. Dogs are dogs, they know what they're doing. Um, uh, so Max got 18. Yeah. And Pepper got uh, the Pepper roll. Yep. Pepper got 19 as well. I say for the fact he's not incapacitated, Pepper will go first. But Carl, Max, Carol, and Dogs first, actually, I lied. Hey, um, I got a seven, but I'm not on the list. All right. Um, let's... Oh. Hey. Um, oh, you got a seven. I'm missing from the turnover. Whoops. Forget there's a new character. You can't last anyway. All right. So I guess first off in the order... There's the dogs. Um, since no one has attacked anyone yet, they're just going to walk up and uh, it's going to be Pepper's go. Uh, Pepper's to the side of the car and I'm going to wrench Carl out and I'm probably going to throw him in the open over here. Okay, uh, Carl, are you going to contest this? Well, what, what am I saying? I'm, I'm, I'm doing Carl. Uh, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Carl is going to let you do that. So you're not going to need to make a strength check. Uh, where are you throwing him? Just over here. I'm going to throw him over there. All right, cool. I guess that's your action. And I'm not going to do anything else with my turn. Uh, do no. that. Can I, like, tap him on the chest with my fist? What, just... just I can get the lock on? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, you've taught, you've pretty much been near him anyway, so, yeah, you can get a lock on as you, as you throw him. Um, it's Carl's go. Um, Carl is... Uh, he's going to stand up. Um, taking half his movement and um, may I do a little bit of roleplay before this go for it Carl looks puzzled because he expected you to start just hitting him and as he stands up he asks you so are you going to kill me or not well, it depends on how much you resist I like as I, like, look slightly mournful. Well, Sorry, I still we're really upnumbered here, but... I guess now Carl takes his action, whatever it is. Yeah. Wait, before he says that, I, I ask, do you really think you could beat all of us? I don't know, Alec. Does he think he can beat all of them? Um... Carl is, a, is very much a pragmatic man. I don't think he, I don't think he thinks he can. I, I'm assuming it's your character. Oh, well, so... Uh, I'm saying this Carl like to get him to back thinks, down. Like to surrender or something. Yeah, I think Carl thinks for a second and says, if you can keep me and Carol safe, we will not resist. Hmm. Or else I will not. All right, everyone make a quick speed roll. Except for the dog. And actually, I'm going to say Antonio uh, can't make one either because he won't know what's going on right now. But um, oh. okay, uh, okay, uh, you see something fly towards Carl. Uh, are you going to try and catch it? Can I tell what it is, like with precision? Uh, yeah, actually, because you got a 19. Uh, it's the it's the it's the cassette tape. Carol has from the front seat thrown it at Carl. Yeah, I catch it. Uh, yeah, I want to catch it just so he doesn't uh, play it. Okay, you catch it, and um, it's just a cassette tape you got in her hand, and you can sort of hear Carol sigh from in her seat. Hmm. I, can I snap it? I mean, oh, I'll wait until my turn, of course. Uh, well, I feel like we're a little bit out of turn order right now. Okay, yeah, so I'll try to snap it. Okay, that's power, right? Yeah, sure. Give it a power roll. Oh, <laughs> Don't snap yeah, it. I, you actually, what? you drop it. Actually, you drop it. Yeah, I drop in, it. In effort to snap it, you drop it. Um, now, uh, I guess it's going to be Carl's go. Um, and I think Carl's going to promise he's not going to do anything. Uh, he says, if you can get me and Carol out safely, then. We, you don't have to, none of us have to fight. Well, I mean, I can't really think of anywhere where he could be 100% safe. But Max, like, Max, it is your go right now. Right, but I'm, because I'm thinking before, like, I want to start combat, mm -hmm. how I could convince them that they're going to be safe. 
you have any thoughts, um, Adam? Um, or Pepper? I was going to use my next turn to reach it and throw Carol out. I think the only thing you could really give them is... Uh, Mexico? Oh, no. I can't really think of anything. Oh. Guess we have to go with combat. What the fuck? <laughs> I literally just said that. We will not resist. But hey. I can't, no, but it's his character. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's allowed to fight. I mean, it is. But we can't, like... We can convince them that they're going to be safe, though. We may not be able to convince them that they'll be safe, but we can convince them that if... Oh, yeah. We could we could beat if we beat um, Matthias together, you guys will be safe. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, I think Carol's probably totally on board with whatever Matthias has got, so we might be able to get some information out of her and Carl. Yeah, let's yeah yeah let's start in- interrogating them about or and trying to convince them. Okay, uh, Carl kind of like throws his hands up and looks at Carol. He says, "You know, we cannot win this battle." It's better if we both live than if we both die and do nothing. So, Carl, give me a give me a quick sort of sum up of Carol's personality, just so I can up here a bit. Carol, okay. I'm going. This is going to be a bit uh, spoilery, but part of the reason Carl dislikes Pepper is because Pepper's personality is similar to Carol's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That's okay. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. All right. Um, uh, Carol sort of gets out of her seat. Um, she goes, "Okay, darling, I'm fine." She uh, puts her hand up. To Don't you ever call me darling ever again. We've been over this. Okay. Uh, as the two walk next to each other, That's you, darling. you, uh, you notice uh, that they look incredibly similar. Like they have sort of similar face structures and hair, and it's a bit weird. Like their siblings? No, you don't know. Uh, uh, Carol goes, Look, if you want information, I am not going to give you anything. And then she blows her a raspberry. <laughs> she what? She blows a raspberry. Like a, like a... What does that mean? It's when you put like your a... tongue out. And like a... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pepper kind of looks at the two of them and... Really, but it's more aimed at Carl. Did she die? What? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think oh. so, at least. Did you die, Carl? Uh, Carol goes, no, no, I... There was that one... No, actually, I think, I, I think I'm good. I think I didn't die. No. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, Carol's arms sure. Carol's arms sort of slowly lower uh, and she goes look why are we you know why are you fighting us what do you get from this protecting people do you really think Matthias is is going to stop at just getting power over the entire world he Matthias Matthias loves humanity she, he's a uh, she she just like goes on the whole thing. She's like, he's everything he's done for this city is so incredible. Yes, he's power hungry. I won't deny it. 
It's true. But he wants power so he can make things better. Have you ever heard of the concept of power corrupts, but absolute power corrupts absolutely? Think about it. Well, uh, would you be tempted if you have, have like, physical control over the entire world? You wouldn't do anything wrong with that? Well, yes, but I'm me, so... uh, Bad question. He is so much better than all of us. Uh, so, give an example. The chimes in, he says, how is he any different from Speedwagon? The only difference is that Matthias has the power to actually change the world instead of the, just doing whatever Speedwagon does. Goes because he's at the top of the chain. He determines the rest of that. That's why I don't trust him. I don't see how that make you not trust him. Uh, hmm. uh, as you're saying this, uh, Carol's a phone in Carol's pocket starts ringing. I. Uh, hmm. Does she, uh, does she pull it out, or is she just standing there? She's just standing there. Her, her hands are still uh, sort of up, like she's like not making any effort to answer it. Uh, she goes, that will, that will probably be him. Mm-hmm. This is a chance you have to talk to him. Well, darling, why don't you get it? The moment uh, Carl says that this is a chance to, for them to talk to the man, Antonio goes up, grabs the phone, and answers. And before hearing whatever that person says, he says, Did you destroy my sandwich, chump? <laughs> um, Matthias goes, um, Okay. Uh, sorry, I, I think I might have got the wrong number here. Um, do, you know a, do you know a Carol, by any chance? <laughs> Antonio kind of puts his hand over the... The, the microphone on the phone and asks them, is her Carol? Is she Carol? I say no. Oh, sorry, I don't know any Carol. Yeah, so, sorry, um, that must have been a wrong number then. Um, I'll send you a signed autograph to make up for his stomach. And then he, uh, and then he hangs up. <laughs> Seems like you have the grown people, guys. <laughs> I was lying, uh, Antonio. Why did you lie? This is our opportunity. He's actually pissed. Um, Wait, go- guys, make a make a quick speed roll again. Uh, does Antonio make a speed roll too? Yeah. No. Yeah, this time you'll. This time you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Carol makes another. Uh, another uh, reach for a for another cassette tape. You can see now she is in, she's capable of producing more than one. As the one still lies at your feet. Um, fuck with a twenty, you just literally run over there and grab it out of her hand as she as she. No, reaches out. Uh, um, I have D speed because my stand does not have a speed step. Oh right, I got a nine. No, well, yeah, no. Even with a nine, with um, thingies nineteen, yeah, Pepper just reaches out, oh. and grabs it. 
Don't try anything stupid now, darling. Look, we can't just... Gotta... I wonder if you got in the back of this truck. Um, uh, uh, Carol starts to, like, sweat. Um, she goes, it's of vital importance and not for grubby little hands like yours. Is, is that I right? She's the talking the to Antonio. Uh, no, oh, who got it? Whatever. She's just talking to um, uh, Pepper, saying what's in the back. Well, I go and try to open it. Uh, That's something I don't get stopped. It's padlocked, but it's um, you're strong enough to break a padlock easy. So you break the back and open it, and inside there's very little. Just in the center, there is an ornate wooden box uh, about. Hmm about a meter long and uh, not very uh, wide. I carefully like open it from a distance at the door so just in case it's an explosive and say, hey, there's a box. It might be an explosive. Because I've learned from last time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you open the box and in it is uh, on a sort of soft plush um, on a soft plush sort of cushion lies uh, an intricate arrow uh, with a gold tipped head uh, with holes in it. Hmm. Oh! I stored inside myself for safekeeping. Does Antonio see this? Yeah, Antonio sees it. Oh my god. Guys, guys, guys. Stop. Leave the arrow there. Don't touch it. Do. Wait, wait can I make a speed roll to, do, uh, to put it inside me before he says this? Sure, yeah. Make a con- speed contest, I guess. Well, I'm probably going to win since he has no no speed set. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I. I don't think he can win. He doesn't. Well, there is there is. I don't think, there's wait, that, wait, I did the wrong thing. What's your speed? Oh, okay. Never mind. You don't the same number. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't win. Oh, you can't win. Okay. Uh, I guess the modifiers apply to contest rolls. Yeah, I don't think they do. No, it's um, yeah, it's just human. If you're if you don't use your stand to do anything, it's just human. Uh, Anyway, how's just a modifier for a speed roll though? Like that part of your stand? It will all be revealed. Um, It will be revealed. Um, All right. So I can't win anyway. So. Yeah, uh, no, Max takes the arrow inside himself and nothing happens. Now the question is, does that count as stabbing myself? No, uh, well, okay. if, even if even if it does, uh, nothing happens just yet. Not yet. Yeah, if it did stab me, would it be actually stabbing me or would it be stabbing my stand? You are your it's stand, certainly. so it'd be stabbing you pretty much. No, but like... Yeah, it'd be stabbing your you know stand I mean. because you're, you're your stand. Yeah, it would. It would. Okay, it would. yeah. So I'm not like actually stand, stab, but it's just inside me. Yeah, it's inside you right now. Okay. Uh, Carol goes. No, this is bad. You're, no. What's wrong there? What's so Antonio kind of finishes explaining. This this is the hour that that fat guy uh, used to give me this and his stand. He pulls out his stand. What, uh, what does his stand look like? I've seen people get very hurt when they touch the arrow. I don't know what the hell you just did. So. Wait, sorry, what do you say? Uh, you hear? Okay. This is this is similar to the to the thing that that fat guy 
those two and the new guys in, in, in Italy. Uh, uh, this this is bad. This is bad. He was part of the Pasha. <laughs> um, Story. Carol looks at you and goes, says, are you, are you for real? Like, uh, um, uh, goes, me? Uh, no, he, he's, uh, she's looking at Antonio and goes, like, you're like, whatever. Max, you've got to take it out of you. you got to do it. Uh, and Carl goes, uh, uh, you, you better listen to her, uh, Max. It's, uh, don't know much about it, but it could be dangerous. What's the worst that'll happen? I'll get cut. And, uh, yeah, actually, that's the worst that'll uh, happen. Uh, Carol, Carol also goes, yes, yes, that is 100% the worst thing that could happen. And about getting cut by that, that arrow. Actually, it'd be kind of hard for me to get cut by it if you think about it. Mm. It's literally the end of you. Doors. Durability. Does neither. Oh, yeah, I, I think it would, actually. Because the stand would want to be stabbed by it. Uh, Carol says, could I have a quick look at you? Well, I, I guess I walk up. Very cautiously. Um, Antonio rattles one of his coins in his finger. He starts spinning it like on top of his index finger, like a basketball. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, Carl and Carol share a look, and Carl is gonna use Cadenza and freeze Antonio, Max, and Pepper. Okay, I'm going to try to, like, run away before he does this. Okay, let's do a speed contest. Or wait, I could punch him away, though, too. Carlos, uh... I don't know, man. This thing is pretty instant. Mm, I, he's, well, he, he's, never had to, to touch he's never had to roll for it before. It's just that he will fall asleep when it happens. <laughs> Yeah, it basically okay. takes him out of the oh, fight. Which one is Condenser? Uh, Condenser is the one where he falls asleep and he can freeze up to three. He gets like six turns, but uh, he then oh, falls okay. asleep. All right, so. Well, yeah, but like, shouldn't, like, if he's in, like, bullet time, shouldn't we still be able to react to them? Mm. Yeah, it's just he gets six turns yeah, to speed like, roll. It's... I guess you can try to make a speed contest with Carl. Sure. I but... mean, I'd have to be, like, super, super lucky. Yeah, no, we'll give it a try. That's what JoJo's about. Yeah, let's let's see how, how hyped this can get. Uh, so, he has... Uh, oh, God, he has good speed as well. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I... <laughs> Carl is the genesis of speed. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so... But he still have to go inside me to grab the arrow. Well, here's what happens. First off, you three get frozen. Doc has no fucking idea what's going on. Um, just before uh, you fall asleep, Carol is going to walk up to you, grab a new cassette tape, holding on to both you and Carl, and she's going to press play. Hmm. Just us three. Yep, he's not. He's not going to grab Antonio, Pepper, or the dog. Just uh, you three, and he's going to press play. Okay. So uh, you hear the uh, a mournful classical tune for about three seconds, 
and then Pepper and Antonio see Max, Carol, and Carl all disappear. Pepper just kind of goes, "Ah, oh, god damn it!" Okay. Antonio puts pulls out another cigar and starts smoking it. Surprised he doesn't pull out two at once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the dog goes, "Where? Where'd Max go? Pepper, where'd Max go?" And he, uh, they run up to you. Darlings. It can't be anywhere good. We have to make it back to the museum. They might have gone there. Um, before we depart, I, I'm guessing, yeah, Pep, Pepper's going to just go immediately if um, Antonio's down for that, but force truck. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you want to take that truck instead? No, I mean, it's yeah, I mean... Conspicuous. We have the ants in the taxi, so... Just for the ants, so I guess I'll I'll go back and say, "Hey, Empire, why don't you get into this car instead? It's much more roomy." Empire goes, "You have been nothing but kind to us. We thank you in our time of need." And they squander out into the new van, taking. Antonio pulls out another cigar. (laughs) (laughs) He is now smoking three at once. All right, Uh, quick speed up. I'm assuming you're going to go to the museum. I'm assuming you're going to go to the museum. I sure. All right. Uh, just what? Well, yeah. So you get on the car. Uh, you ride Al's taxi for a few miles. You know the museum's close now, because the creak of the building has gotten even more and more pronounced. You can see now the few people that are still left in the city can visibly notice the sort of way that the buildings all shift towards this skyscraper. If you look closely mm-hmm. enough, you can see the window that you will jumped out of. Well, Pepper can. And yeah. And first off, uh, let's just explain what quickly happened with uh, with Max, Carl, and, uh, and Carol. Um, you quickly got transported to a um, uh, a small classical venue uh, where. Um, all of the uh, all of the people there were replaced by guns, and uh, and then she, by guns, yeah, by guns, and then she um, presses stop again, and you all find yourself once again at the top of the uh, at the top of the skyscraper. You're basically right in front of where you jumped out, and hmm. you don't know how long it's been. So let's. Well, I mean. What do I see? Like, do I see Matthias or anything? Um, no, currently it's empty. Just you three are there. Hmm. And you can hear noises below you. Uh, let's start up a new turn order, because this, my friends, may or may not be the final encounter. Um, there are no guards patrolling here. Uh, but across the way, you see... Uh, you see two people standing menacingly at the uh, at the other side of the museum. You see Oswald, and you see Caramella. I had a theory about a standard building, but I didn't want to say anything. 
That's a very big woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this one, this uh, this thing doesn't like, have run. This thing doesn't have screw it. Max is dead. This thing doesn't have. I just hope her ability isn't what I think it is. We'll see. Um. Uh. Yeah. And. So. Oswald sees you come in. Um. He goes. Oh, that actually here. Oi, mate! It's been a while. Who's uh? That actually, actually, I know literally one of you. What happened to the rest? Well, there was this woman that kind of produced a cassette tape and, and it disappeared. Um, do you know anything about that? Oh, Carol got to him. It means he'll be upstairs. All Wait right. till she was, Carol. <laughs> says, All right, makes our job easier. You ready, Caramella? Caramella goes, of course. And let's enter initiative. All right. Uh, you see in... Uh, Oscar is going to run up to you at his full movement and uh, hide up here. Uh, are these white things windows or doors? Or what are they? Uh, they are they're glass doors. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, you don't see what Oscar does, but he prepares something. Alright, next up is the puppy. The puppy is uh, just going to saunter up because he doesn't actually, they don't know what's going on. The five puppies just sort of run up. Alright, next up. Antonio, what are you going to do? Okay, for this action, I'm going to use the ball. Um, I'm going to move into line of sight of uh, Oswald. Okay. Yeah, you can make it nice and easy. You run outside the glass door. I'll give you control of your characters while you're talking. Uh, and what do you do? I'm going to prepare this ball and throw it at his feet and I'm going to delay the action until uh, the start of Pepper's turn. Okay. So, uh, um, he uh, Antonio gets out a, a small ball and throws it at, um, at Oswald. Oswald goes, okay, if that's all you got. Uh, the ball's uh, it's at his feet. It's at his feet, yeah. Um, Do I have still like a little bit, of, a little bit of movement? No, that's that's an action. If you, uh, you okay, okay, um, okay, and now it's the ant's turn. Ant goes, Empire will assist you in this grave time, and he's gonna he's gonna walk up to where the dog is, go outside, and he's gonna try and throw a wad of ants at uh, Caramella, making precision roll. Because that's what Empire ants does; it throws ants at you. This stand. Mm. That's a real final villain. We need to purge this evil. Oh yeah, he he manages to uh to hit Caramel in the face. All right, now roll damage. Seventeen. That's four from Bright. But he just likes he just likes Empire now. It's his favorite. He's gonna go back to that zoo. He's gonna visit this, these ants. He loves them. <laughs> They're good. They're good ants. Uh, mm. A good ants, Brent. <laughs> Alright. Next up it is Caramella's turn. Um she is going to uh uh run up here. Get behind this desk. Uh 
and she ducks behind it and you can't see her anymore. Isn't she covered by ants? There are ants all over her, yes. They like gnawing at her face? No, they're they're just like they're ants. They're not they're not like fire ants, they're just crawling over her, being just a general nuisance. Well, like they still like bite you. They just don't like yeah. have like the venom, but they'll still like sting, right? Mm, yeah. Uh all right, Pepper, you'll go. Now is when the ball activates. Okay. Because it's the start of Pepper's turn. Mm-hmm. You see the ball I threw? If you notice, you see it very closely. It's spinning very slowly. The moment Caramella goes behind the desk, it starts to accelerate, and it kind of pulls space and the floor towards the ball. Okay. Roll, uh, roll damage against Oswald, I guess. This is more of a kind of a grapple. Okay, cool. He's grappled. He can't move until Gav's disadvantage <laughs> against speed checks. So he won't, uh, he won't be able to dodge uh, Pepper's thing if he does something. Pepper, it's your go. How far can I move in one turn? I forget. Uh, 60 feet. 60 feet. All right, I'm just going to come up behind Oswald. And I think I'm going to punch him in the kidneys with uh, with the sparkle thing. Fuck yeah. All right. Do it. You don't need to uh, just roll uh, roll damage because he can't, he can't resist. Nice. 16. That is... Is that four or three? Shit, I don't have the rules up. It's my packet. It's seven. Oh, seven. Okay, cool. Uh, so... Yeah, so that, uh... oh, yeah, you get in a real good hit. You uh, punch him full sparkly mode, and he uh, he gets quite hurt. All right, next turn, he, uh... Pepper, you see something that looks eerily familiar as light starts erupting out of Oswald's hand. Um, he, though he's grappled and he can't move properly, he's going to turn around to you, Pepper. And he's going to say, Blitzkrieg Vault, bitch! And he's going to fire out what looks to be a sort of fire grenade of some kind. Uh, it's basically uh, an explosion he's contained in his hands and he's going to deck you in the face of it. Alright. Let's let's roll for damage, I guess. Alright. Uh- isn't it a contest? Oh, yeah, yeah you, can, you can contest yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry. Come back to bite me. Is he, like, firing it at the wall behind me? or No. No, I can still dodge over he's, here. He's punching you with it, yeah. Uh, evade. Shit. Ooh, ooh, it's not good. Uh, hmm. Yeah, you're, you're going to get hit with it. Uh, let's roll some damage. Oh, it's not too bad. Uh, yep, yeah, so uh, you take the 9 damage minus your durability, which is... See, so that's minus 1. Uh, so, so that's 1 damage. It's one. Yeah, you deal 1 damage, but also uh, the sheer force of the punch blows you uh, way back, uh, like sort of 10 feet back, so you just plot back here and hit the edge of the... Uh, hit the edge of the rail... Um, 
Next up, it's the dog's turn. Uh, the dog. The dog. Mm, sorry. Piper's flying back. He kind of throws his arms up, and he's like, "It's even got a cool name." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the dog is going to run out, uh, seeing that um, this guy hurt his friend, and uh, it's not going to. It's not going to attack Oswald, but it's going to activate his stand and try to blow him. Uh, and try blowing back as well. Uh, so there's going to be a speed contest. I realise I probably shouldn't. Have been... This is the five puppies doing this at the same time. Yeah, all these five puppies are running up, and they're going to use their stands in cohesion because that's adorable. Don't say that's not adorable. Um, it is adorable. Adorable. I just... All right. Uh, so. One D8. So the like butts are probably bouncing up when they run. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Uh, <laughs> versus his feet, which is beast. Nah, no. Uh, God damn uh, Yeah. So the um, the puppies go to uh, go to blow him back, but he manages to uh, get out um, of their sort of radius with a small back step. I think he probably uh, he probably kicks one. I think he kicks one. Oh. Not hard enough to hurt, but just to get him away. He kicks one. Oswald Oswald dies today. Um, all right, your go. Antonio. Okay, I'm going to. We talked about this. I'm going to use. I'm going to spin two coins. Okay. And aid them at their at his hands. You're gonna spin two coins at his hand, so he can. Okay, no, that's actually a good idea. Um, make a precision roll, I guess, if you're gonna try and fire him off at him. Okay, so this is the roll plus a modifier, I guess. Yes. Hold on, I forgot to take my character sheet. So it's going to take a while to load, so bear okay. with me. Okay, so I'll say that. Um, up Upstairs, uh, Max, you hear an almighty boom. You don't know what caused it. Uh, people downstairs, you know it was Oswald's punch. But yeah, Max, you hear a really loud explosion from like multiple floors down. Mm, that wasn't me this time. <laughs> Carol goes, oh, this can't be good. I didn't think they'd get here so quickly. Carl, do you think uh, do you think the uh, do, you, do you think the Sugar Hill Gang will need our help? Hmm, is it really a gang at this point? I am, I, I assume we have Max up here with us. Yeah, Max is up there with with you. Is uh, Matthias and the Coltrane here as well? No, Matthias and Coltrane. Um, actually, Carl goes. Matthias and Coltrane are both upstairs in the uh, penthouse suite. Well, Carl. Let me tell you something about Max. Um, I think we're going to need two of us to stand a chance against him. <laughs> awesome. Uh, actually, uh, quick pause in combat. Behind you, uh, almost out of nowhere, you you hear, that's certainly true. I've seen what this man could do firsthand. He is not to be trifled with. Hello, Carol. Hello, Carl. Hello, Max. 
You is see, it Speedwagon? No, you see Matthias. It's Matthias. Oh, he, I, thought he, it was, I don't know why I found it Speedwagon. Oh. Uh, you see Matthias and he's uh, back in his, uh, in his normal suit. He's uh, standing there and he goes, uh, Carl, Carol, I um, see you haven't got the arrow. Yeah, wait. I have There's an idea. A, I point to Max and say, it's right there. Okay. I take some of my internal mass and like leave a bubble. Pull out some of my mass and make it look like the stand arrow. Nice. Um, and I say, this is it. Do you want it? And I like throw it onto the ground in front of him and see what he does with it. He, he goes, Jesus, after, after so many years... Though, it's not like you to give it up so easily, Max. He uh, he picks it up and looks at it. And he says, I don't suppose you read uh, read ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics, do you? Can't say I do. Because these, and he twists the arrow around to the front where the, uh, where the thing was, and he goes, these are all wrong. Huh, gotcha. And then I turn the arrow into like a glove that's like just constraining his hand and like eating it <laughs> alright cool uh, you, uh, like, I, wanna, you I already roll against that because he's, he's surprised you managed to constrict his hands uh, yeah his hands are constricted hmm. um, Excel is loaded again Okay, cool. Uh, we'll we'll go back to uh, downstairs. Uh, Antonio, it's your go. Okay, so I was aiming the two coins at his fingers. Okay, cool. Give and since I'm throwing, I get a precision bonus, but not a damage bonus because of in too deep. Okay. Oh, hold on. It's it's actually a four. It's a nineteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, as you can imagine, easily enough. You uh, you managed to hit him, but you didn't hit both hands with uh, with your. Okay, coins. and as they hit him, I say, I don't think you know who I am. I don't think anywhere here knows who I am. But back in Italy, I had a reputation for uh, making people talk. And as I say that, both coins start spinning. Okay, in his fingers and. Attempt to break his his like his finger bones. All right, roll hand damage. Uh, the last one hitting his chest, so this will be hitting his hand. Ooh. Damn it! Yeah. Uh, you do actually manage to hit, to do some damage, but not a lot. Uh, but you see his hands are now injured, and you imagine he might have some trouble doing stuff out of them. All right. Next up, we have the Empire Ants. Uh, the Empire Ants are going to continue going for Caramella. But as he gets over there, he realizes that Caramella is not there. You don't know where she is. Hmm. I'll, just, I'll just put her and over here. If I am, if I am right, I'm going to be so scared. If what? I'm right about what her stand is. Caramella's? Yeah. Alright, um, next up it is her turn. So, um, uh, Antonio, I'm going oh, oh, to I'm I'm gonna right, need yeah. you to make a pre- uh, precision check for me. 
Actually, I suppose it'll be a contest, precision versus speed contest. Because you're going to want to, you'll be wanting to see something. C is D8, right? C is indeed D8. Right? No, uh, yes. Yeah, it is. C is D8, yeah, sorry. Yeah. uh, Wow. So, you see out of the ground behind you, uh, what you thought was just a small puddle forms into a straight-up human being as Caramella turns from water to solid. Oh, I'm so glad that she... You think it was the world or something? I thought it was the cream. Because I create things, she destroys things. Uh, and I thought she was invisible because she went to like the dark dimension. No, dark uh, dimension. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, she taps you on the side of your shoulder and goes, "This is my stand. It's called pulp. I have the ability to soften my body to any state—solid, liquid, or gas." And then she's going to deck you in the face with her stand. Uh, so that's a let's do a power contest, I guess. May I attempt? To do the spin trick again. Uh, so what is that? You're gonna. The thing I told you about. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's let's give it. Okay, so I'm going to roll spin things. Okay. Oh, he can have to beat a nine. So this is a power contest. Yes, power contest. And she's gonna try and punch you in the head. And the D stat is a D6, right? Yes, D is a D6. I don't think he could win this. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, bonus. Okay, yeah, you um how do you how do you do this? Antonio is spinning one coin in his index finger like I said like a basketball. Okay. And he just kind of drops the coin on the ground and says, oops, and he spins into the ground. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, you are currently in the ground. Uh, yes. Okay. It's now Pepper's go. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper is going to run up back to Oswald and he's going to take Starbomb and grab him by the head and then he's going to crackle. Okay. Oh. Let's let's do a let's do a strength contest to see if you can uh, see if you can grab him. Going on. All right. Yeah. Oh, he gets a 2. Come on. Yes. Yeah. All right. Roll. Roll some motherfucking damage. Uh, I'll say as you go to punch him, uh, his mouth opens and a, a sort of like an explosion like flies out of it. But like you manage to duck your head just in time as um, the explosion flies past you. Fucking blitzkrieg bop. Uh, um. Man, you're just destroy- you're just demolishing him right now. Yeah, he did fucking he didn't fucking this, sent off a million. This, million. this one isn't even he's weak. You just got really good rolls. Uh, all right, that's seven points. Uh, so you're doing it to his head, right? 
Starbomb is grappling uh, the sides of his head, and then it's just letting loose like a barrage of tiny little light grenades. Fucking hype. Alright. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Uh, Alright. He's close. Uh, next up, it's Oswald's turn. Uh, he is going to not try to attack you. He's gonna, um, uh, he's going to say, all right, you got me. I put my hands up and he puts his hand in the air and from his hands, thousands of glowing grenade like objects fly and hit the ceiling. And he goes, all right, you can do what you want now. And he puts down his arms. Um, to this response, the dog's going to just give him a bite. Uh, in his, in his <laughs> the dog's just going to try and maul him, maul him, basically. And he's not even going to resist. A little puppy bite. Yeah, so the dog's just like... Good boys, good boys. The dog's just nip at him and like into submission. And he is completely retired. He's, he's gone. Uh, but all his grenades... Yeah, this poor Sugar Hill gang, they always get so fucked when they run into us. They're, they're not. They're bad. They're very... I was well, like... no, actually, no. That one time, Lusting Sally walked up to us. Or we walked up to her. She was fine. Yeah. I guess, Maybe yeah. not emotionally. Sure. Yeah. Hmm? Um, uh, yeah, so, yep, Oswald is retired. Um, next up, it is... Your turn, Antonio. You're currently in the ground. Uh, next to a, um, next to a solid, uh, Caramella. Well, uh, I'm going to take my movement while on the ground. And that also implies that I have to use a spin. So I guess my whole turn is going to throw another coin, like, to here. Okay. So, wait. so... I throw the coin there, it starts spinning, and the spin energy where I was just transfers to that place, and I will use my my other half action to get out of the, out of the ground. Okay, so do you get out of the ground over there or over where you were? Over there. I I travel inside the ground. Okay, you travel inside the ground, you borrow like a like an animal. Um Um Uh actually, um Empire is uh, going to uh, look at you, Pepper, and say, There is still much to be done. I seek to find the one you call Max. Have you got this? Bert gives a big little thumbs up and says, Go do it, buddy. All right. You got this. Uh, Empire, Empire's human form turns into thousands of little ants and crawls up the walls. Uh, next up, we have Caramella, who... Waves is going to uh is actually gonna go for the pound puppies. Oh the mini hounds. She dies too. <laughs> they all die. Um all of them. And yeah, at least Oswald like didn't even hurt them. Uh before before she does that you see her uh solid state slightly melt as she looks like she turns into something around the consistency of, like, custard, maybe. 
like a very thick liquid, but still like holding together. And she's going to try and basically just slam these puppies away. And that's going to be our power contest. Oh no. So that is a seven versus the puppies. Also, eight. Oh, thank God. Yes. So she reaches out with a custody stand arm and goes to bat these puppies away. But the puppies are too fast for her. They jump over the arm. And she's going to use the yeah. She's going to use the rest of her turn to uh, liquefy even more. Next up, Pepper. It's your go. Okay, so she's super soft right now, right? She's so soft. Jump over Oswald and the puppies, and I'm going to use Star Bomb. I'm just going to take a light grenade, and I'm going to shove that light grenade inside of her. Oh, oh, I'm so glad. Um, Say, you run up. Uh, Once again, don't need to make a precision roll, but let's do a strength contest. Or, I guess, whatever contest. It's a 1d10 for a B in strength, right? Yes, it is. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) You're slow, but she's even slower because she's made of custard. Um, You make a light grenade and you sort of trip as you do it, but nevertheless you sort of push it inside of her. uh, Roll some damage or you're not going to explode it yet. I'm not going to explode it yet. You're not going to explode um, it Because she's gooey. She's probably got some some decent... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Defense. Durability? Mm. Yeah. So I'm going to wait until she's... Uh, Solid. Pull off chunks of her. Okay. Um, uh, Oswald's uh, dead. Oh, actually... Um, I want everyone including Caramella, to make a uh, speed roll. Is this including Oswald? This is including Oswald. Uh, yeah, o- Oswald is also... Oswald's not going to make a speed roll, um, but yeah, everyone's making a speed roll. I miss having a name in speed. <laughs> it's okay. Ooh. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, oh, need to do puppies too. Please. Oh, thank God puppies live. Um, these puppies have been really good so far. Uh, the grenades that um, uh, that Oswald flew through at the ceiling, um, their viscosity finally allows them to fall down. And even though he's more or less unconscious, uh, uh, Oscar just gets out the words, Blitzkrieg, motherfuckers. And they hit the ground. Um... Uh, Antonio has no idea this was going to happen so he gets hit with a full brunt of one of the grenades um, uh, uh, sorry um, Pepper completely dodges out the way uh, as does Camarella Cam- wait no sorry Camarella does not dodge out the way uh, one of them also lands on her right next to your light grenade there is also one of uh, Oswald's grenades uh, first off, let's roll damage for Antonio. That is three. Come on, three D twenty. It is a, it's an A in damage. Ooh. Ooh. So seventeen. That 
is my friend seven points minus your durability. Uh, how many points to make me retire? Uh, it's uh, ten on a single body part to make you to make it unusable. Um, and if I'm well, okay, uh, I'm gonna take seven damage to where? Uh, your head because it lands on you. Okay. Wait, you have no durability. I should have done the thing where you use this pin to harden your skin, but I failed anyways. Okay. Uh, sorry, let me quickly just check something out before we keep going, uh, just to make sure I have it right. Yeah, so if you get a seven on a single body part, it basically it uh, it gets fucked up proper bad, and it will take... Um, it will take 10 to be retired, 20 to be deceased. All right. Okay. Yeah, uh, and it is... Uh, no, it's the it's the puppy's go. Uh, the puppy is going to hop over you, Pepper, and jump right into Caramella's goop. And uh, Excuse all, me? All of the puppies are going to jump into Caramella and try to use their force push to um, essentially pretty much explode her. Uh, and this is basically like she's very runny it's the equivalent of like slapping uh, a, some custard and just letting it all like fly out alright um, it's going to be a durability so she has aim at so that's one d12 and make herself into a gas which means she can just let go of the light grenade all together damn it yeah, no she, uh, she she didn't do it and so the dogs are also going to give a speed roll I guess Oh, no, unfortunately, uh, as as the dogs start jumping on her, she manages to harden herself just in time. The light grenade is still inside her, but she doesn't get pushed away by these, uh, by the papa, by the papas. Antonio. Are they still inside of her? They are still inside of her. Both Oswald and, <sighs> and Peppers are both inside of her right now. Wait, what? Wait, Oswald's grenades are in her? Oswald's grenade is in her. It got softened by the blow so it didn't explode, but it is currently inside her. So, Pepper might set it off. Pepper could set it off. What is this? Antonio, I know. I didn't didn't think it would go this way. Antonio, you'll go. Uh, What? What? Um, Okay. I'm going to try to use the ball. Okay. Because okay, Antonio was a torture in Macul. He was in Passione, right? Yeah. So part of his routine was he used to break all the known little bones in the in the person's body and heal them back up. Jeez. So I'm going to attempt to use my my actual spin ball against my own head to try to connect my skull. Okay, I guess make a precision roll, and if you fail, you might damage yourself. Probably. Alright, let's do it. Alright, plus four to precision. I bet if your head gets crippled, you just... I think that's probably just automatic unconscious, I guess, if your head gets crippled. Be a concussion. Oh, yeah, that's 17. probably what it'd be. Yeah, that's, uh, that is enough... Uh, 
um, you uh, manage to heal up your head for, I'm going to say, a spin would probably be 1d4 of damage. So even, is that a 1d4? Yeah, 1d4 1D of damage. Okay. Can't let get too ridiculous. Yeah, 2 damage. Not bad. It's very gruesome. It's like the ball hits his head and it all spins into the ball and then back out of the ball and he comes out looking a little bit better. Okay. But it's very painful. You hear a crunching noise. Yeah. All right. It's Caramella's It's like card. a bag of Fritos being smashed. Uh, and Caramella's going to make another punch at you, Pepper. Uh, just a straight up punch. Uh, her stand is like a... is pink and it uh, sort of has strange like tubes going all around it. Uh, and she's going to make uh, an attack at you. So let's let's do a power contest. Woo. Damn it. Power? God or... damn it. Yeah, she got a two. Something tells me that maybe you'll beat her. Two. Yeah, all right. She's going to swing it. God, these guys roll terribly. She's going to swing at you and, and a miss at you. To be honest, everyone's rolling terrible right now. Yeah, and uh, now it's your go, Pepper. What do you want to do? is super giddy. Um, because there's a light grenade and a few others right by her heart. So, uh, she looks at you and realizes what you're thinking. And goes, no, 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 no. Please, no. What is? Where is it in her body, approximately? Uh, it's in her chest. You you put it. You punted it in her chest. Like in her lungs. Yeah. Probably about lung area, heart area. I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be that guy, and I'm gonna fucking revel in it. Uh, Do it. Pepper looks at her. Pepper looks at her, and he goes, "Starbomb has already touched your chest." Oh no! <laughs> and, he, and I'm gonna detonate. Okay, uh, she takes two. She takes your damage. Uh, so roll damage for yourself. Uh, it was a, it was a. Big oh. Oh. And she also takes Oswald's damage, which was a three d twenty. Christ. Oh. All right. So oh. she takes uh, seven points uh, minus the durability. Oh, she actually has really good durability. Um, I forgot about that. Uh, so that's. Does she have me durability? Um, she might. Except it's like the opposite. Instead of being really hard, she's very soft. She's super soft. Like a space girl? Yeah, actually. That kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Just so soft, nothing can really do anything to it. And also... Yeah, no, it's... Uh, you The blow-up hurt a lot. And actually, I'm going to... Uh, Okay, so she actually, like, you blow up her chest, basically, and she loses a lot of mass because parts of her splatter all across the wall. You can see a lot like Max, she seems to be made out of this stuff, like, almost like clay-like material that just changes. But she just has her own stand as well. Mm. Yeah, she she actually has a stand as well. All right, Oswald's dead. It's Puppy's turn. It's going to try to do the same thing. It's going to try and blow her apart. All right. Or, yeah. 1d10. 8 for the puppy. 4 for the girl. Alright. Oh. Let's roll. Man, this is gruesome. 
Yeah, this is this is him trying to completely like rip her apart. Alright, one to twenty. Oh, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> once again, puppy's uh puppy's power isn't enough. All the puppies try the hardest to explode this woman and it just doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's because they're still kids. Yeah, they're still babies, they don't have super strong uh stand powers yet. One day they'll all be as powerful as Hound was. Uh next up oh, is Antonio. Um Okay, I'm going to move here. Okay. Oh, I just had an idea for you, for what you could do. Yeah, I'm going to use my my ball. I'm not going to use the coins. I'm going to yeah. throw the ball, spin it, at it again at the sludge. Kind of kind of making it like an implosion. Okay. It sucks all the matter in, and then it sucks all the matter out. Okay. Uh, dog scout. Precision, right? Dog scout. Uh, yep. Do roll a precision to hit. Jeez. Yep. More than enough. Um, you hit her, and uh, now I guess roll damage. How much damage does making her like fall apart? Um. Well, uh, mechanically, I'd just say you're rolling just regular damage. Normal just, damage? Yep, just normal. Just roll your damage because you're throwing the ball there. Hey! <laughs> Guys, guess what? Damn, son. What? Um, Antonio throws the ball. It arcs over Pepper's head and lands inside her chest. It spins... And her mass, her liquidous mass, retracts inwards. And then the ball stops, and all that mass explodes outwards. And chunks of clay-like material are all over the room. And she is retired. Oh. Antonio poses, he just grabs his hat and does like the milady tip. And <laughs> smokes, <laughs> smokes a cigarette. Alright, a uh, quick um, scene change. Upstairs, um... Uh, Matthias is monologuing to you, Max, uh, uh, while his hands are, like, completely in metal. He goes, Max, I... What do you hope to achieve from this? Well, I don't really have any, like, solid goals, but uh, stopping you from achieving ultimate power is probably a good one. What's so bad about dictators, Max? They... I know better than most people how to yeah, run. Yeah, and so did, so did like every communist leader. They knew. They rule fools, Max. I'm not a fool. You can trust me with the power of the arrow. An insane man doesn't know he's insane. A fair point. But you could also be the insane man in this situation. I know, but at least I'm not. Uh, if I'm not changing anything, that's not explicit. That. That, at worst, just prolongs the inevitable. But you, you're, like, directly changing something. And if you aren't of the right mind, you could be ruining the entire world. Or you can make it better. But is it really a good idea to take the chance? Max looks at you. uh, Sorry, not Max. uh, Matthias looks at you. Uh, Carol and Carl don't really know what to do. They see how much of a precarious position he is, and they're just sort of letting you talk out. Because debating philosophy with you has been 
incredibly interesting. But I'm really going to need the arrow. What are you even going to do with it? It is the key to enhancing my own stand. And so you said, hey, well, Carl and uh, Carol really didn't want me to stab myself with it. And that's what arrows do. So I think you want to stab yourself with it. So I stab myself with it from the inside. Okay. Oh, fuck. I'm um, Okay. Max, do you have a flashback to uh, to your time in the war? Yes. And it is a flashback of your partner. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about your partner, actually, before we do this? Uh, I hadn't, honestly hadn't thought that much about just, it. Uh, um, just give me like a quick sum of their personality, really. Um, he was an easygoing guy. Uh, well, I was a bit of a like just a, a st- the straight man to his uh, uh, class clown kind of thing, mm. and uh, we were we were friends since like elementary school, like really deep stuff, and we just we, we'd go everywhere together. Mm. That's basically what our relationship. Yeah, and uh, you look back to the time you you saw him die, and you and you manifested your stand. And you, in this moment in which you're being stabbed, you wonder, like, what what happened to, uh, to like, y- you knew that you could survive the fall, but was there even a, a point to it, you know? Like, why even do this? And you had a lot of thoughts in that moment, I guess. But um, you think back to sort of some words you used to say, uh... He he looked at you one day in the cafeteria and went, "You know, Max, I really like appreciate you, man. Uh, I I know, like, some people some people can say you're a bit boring. I don't get it. Like, you're a you've always just want to help people, and it's such an admirable thing. And he takes a zip of his drink that he's doing. He goes, "You know, like me, I'm I'm stuck in this role. I'm always going to be a." a joker and I'm never going to be able to stop no one will ever take me seriously now but you Max you can be anything and you flash back to inside of this warehouse and you're standing in front of Matthias and you're standing in front of Carol and you're standing in front of Carl and you know that you can be anything I what can I do what do I do I. You feel the metal in your arms shift, and while usually it's so hard, it can you feel it turn softer and more rigid, and you feel then it turns hard again. You look down and it's more oaky. It's like wood, and you look down again and it's like marble. It's glass and clear, and you look mm. down again and it's like it's lava. It's burning and bright. Your skin is changing rapidly from material to material and like you feel your strength get incredibly stronger and then you feel the air around you. You feel the air under your control and 
your stand oh my God. your stand has never talked to you before but it it goes down to your level and whispers in your ear g3 ah. <laughs> What oh you, my god. What do you what what do you do? Okay. This is an important thing. I I was not expecting this, so I don't know what to do. I will um, say right now, all your stats are A and you have complete control. Well, it's not much of a difference. It's like just like more range and more uh, speed. Um so in case you're wondering what your stats are, they're all A's. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. What I do is I in I use the air and catapult uh Matthias as far as I can. Just build up a lot of pressure and just Alright, uh let's do a contest then. He's gonna try and do a speed contest, but He's a regular human, so he's just going to do a, a D, D, 10 to B. Doesn't even matter what stat I roll. Oh. Oh, uh, <laughs> attacker wins. So, yeah, you push him back. And I'm sorry, I don't have a map for this particular area. But you push him back against the wall, and he hits the wall with an incredible amount of force. And I was thinking, like, throwing him out of the building. Mm, okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, you... From, I assume, out the same window that you jumped out of. Yeah. Like, uh, five hours ago. And he flies out that same window. And you don't see him. He's just... He's gone. But I still... But he still has the hands. Oh, yeah. You can... Yeah, you... Uh, you so can, you can sense him. Yeah, you can 100% sense him. Um, you actually... You feel the body fall down every single flight of the building and then you feel it hit the floor and pepper and antonio and all the hound puppies actually see his body hit the floor and you see it crumple into a pile of concrete and i mean he is the concrete like it lands and explodes into concrete chunks Hmm. A rock human? It doesn't it doesn't look like rock. It looks like Okay. It just looks like he has what you know of his stand, it looks like that's wasn't his body. That was just something he created. So I actually have to find the actual him. Hmm. Hmm. Uh the radio Carl. station. Carl and Carol both look at you with unlike like just just they like open their eyes incredibly widely and all right let's um go get back to the downstairs area uh pepper um and antonio you see a body hit the floor and about five seconds later uh, empire ants runs downstairs and says my friends wait what did it sound like he was like my friends yeah more like that yeah um <laughs> He is in the top floor, below the penthouse. We can take the elevator. Come with me. And he uh, he runs into the elevator. Do you guys follow him? Sure. Dent first. Mm. You know, it'd be funny if, like... To make sure that there's... Wait, what'd you say? Sorry. 
Go, uh, go on, Pepper. I, uh, I want to check out that little dent first in case there's anything there, and then I'll follow. You uh, you check out uh, the Mephias's body. It just looks like like you see a head shaped piece of concrete, but now like all the color is removed from it. It just looks like that. It was a rock shaped like a head, not an actual head. A statue thing. Before we get in the elevator, how much? Where is Carmela? Is she like here, there, and everywhere? Um, is she like dead, or is she, she just like asleep? Uh, you don't know, but she's basically exploded. She's everywhere. Bits of her, and I'm going to pour them into Oswald's mouth. Okay. You do, <laughs> you do that. Why not? Yeah, you do what's, that. What's your problem? <laughs> then I leave. <laughs> okay. Um, you all get in the elevator, and uh, upstairs, I'm assuming, Max, you're sort of um, holding down... Carl. Wait, do I? Oh yeah. No. Like just you're like Carl and uh, Carol are just looking at you, and Carl goes, "Do you like?" He he's completely speechless. And he says, "You knocked him out the window." Well, what else would I do? <sighs> uh, Carl is still befuddled. He says, "Uh, you did say." A little bit, of, a little bit of time ago. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes, but what are okay. you going to do now? What I'm going to do? I know you are to- capable first. of just ending our lives, or ending any everyone in this building's lives. And that's or why us, or, I won't. Or what are you going to do? I'm going to finish the job, and I. Well, actually, first I run down the stairs to go to Pepper and stuff. Uh, well, uh, actually, as, as you as you say that, uh, the ele- you hear the elevator ding, and out walks Pepper, um, uh, Antonio, all the hound puppies, and uh, and um, also em- Empire ants swarm out as well, grossly because they're gross. Carl asks, "Wait, are those are those from the zoo?" Um, yes. The the puppies run up, uh, run up to you, Carl, and go. So did you did you fight my dad? These are these hounds. Are these hounds children? I nod. Wow. I answered to them. Yes, I did. Your your father was a hero. And they go yeah. And they start like running around and jumping over each other. He was a hero. He was a hero. Uh, Empire forms up into a into a globulous mass and goes shall I execute this traitor no 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 it's it's fine we we just gotta hash some stuff out it's okay mm. thank you though I appreciate it and he dissolves back into a swarm of ants that, that sort of run around Carol goes oh, look darlings I this is your last chance. I, I, I'm not sure there's any going back from this. Hmm. Or if you, my let... hair's going super stained. <laughs> <laughs> um, she goes, if you, if you, um, 
If you let me and Carl go, we'll we'll tell you where he is. Is that at the radio station? Is he? No, he he transmits from a private area. I can tell you where that is. If you if you want to confront him, the real him. Of course, I'll let you go. Her agrees. Uh, Carl, what do you say? Carl is very conflicted because obviously, I mean, his bond with Carl was made over decades. But it's not like he's not, he doesn't think of these people as friends or at least acquaintances. And Carl now is very well familiar with what Matthias can do. And he doesn't want to let his friends uh, go fight what he still thinks is the most powerful man in the world. He sheds one tear from his eye and he says, well, it's either you destroy the city and kill him and kill all, all of us or I go with you and perhaps stop the worst from happening. Will you accept my apology and uh, have one last, uh, what do you say, mission with me? I accept. Of course, you're my friend. Carl actually starts crying because he never really opens up his emotions to anyone. Uh, Carl goes, oh, and um, pats you on the back. She says, so he's, um, you need to promise not, not to, he's a good man. He looks at you, Max, specifically and goes, he's a, he's a good man, Max. You, you've got to, he just wanted to make this world a better place. I promise I won't kill him for all eternity, I promise. <laughs> Okay. Or make him die repeatedly in a dimension. Yeah. Um, or anything. She goes, okay. And uh, she gets in the elevator and goes, last chance, Carl? Well, hold on. What? What did you say? She, she goes, last chance to come downstairs with me. I don't assume you're going to help us. He's, uh, she looks down and says, no. Okay. Carl goes up to her. He grabs her. He grabs her hands, looks at her in the eyes and says, I promise you, I won't let this man's dream die. But you have to forgive me. She goes, I forgave you in the first place. And then she presses the button and the elevator doors close. And uh, actually, sorry, we've got, and she goes, um, he's upstairs in the penthouse, one floor up. And the elevator doors close and she leaves. Well, 
So, do you guys go to the penthouse? Let's do it. Final yeah. boss. All right. So, you enter the penthouse. It's uh, very nice, actually. Uh, you uh, come outside to uh, a sort of small dining area. There's a lounge. And it's just sort of simple but but fancy and, and nice. Okay, where do we enter from? Oh, uh, you enter from you, en- you enter from that VIP elevator right there. Oh, okay. Sorry, ignore I... ignore that entrance. Let me let me just let me just quickly. Um... <laughs> that doesn't exist. Nice. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you guys all um, come in through that entrance. I'll put you all there. Oh, you're huge. Why are you so big? <laughs> that's pretty appropriate, honestly. It is pretty yeah, appropriate. Yeah, that's, that's... I mean, I could be... You could be. I could be that big. Mm. comes in too. And also... Um, bloody... Uh, Antonio's there as well. Antonio holds back a bit, basically. He's like, I'm going to stay back. Uh, all right, what do you guys yeah, want to... He's like, probably like super worried about me. Yeah. Like, uh, like Jesus, what's yeah, going to happen now? He, he knows about stand arrows and he knows just how powerful you are. All right, where, what do you guys want to do? Well, I kind of just... I kind of did the Kool-Aid man again, but through here. But a lot more efficiently, probably. Cool, you uh, ram yourself into the security bedroom. Uh, there's nothing in there. Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. You, you call a man with unbelievable efficiency, and there's there's just nothing in there. It's or maybe I could just do like a whole juggernaut and run through every uh, juggernaut and run through every building, every room. <laughs> if you want it. Yeah, you uh, go into the security bedroom. Uh, there's, there's not much. There's a small first aid kit on the... Um, on the bed. You can tell someone's been sleeping on the left bed. Uh, um, it has signs of use and there's some shoes next to it, uh, sort of suit shoes. But apart from that, yeah, there's not much in here. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I can I could probably read air. Is anyone breathing in here other than me? Uh, no, but how, how much are you, are you reading this air? How far? Like, I don't know, through the floor, I guess. Mm. You can feel there are two sets of breath coming from basically directly behind you, you think, in the bedroom. The main mm. bedroom. Well, I guess I Kool-Aid man again, because why not? <laughs> Just straight through here. Through the closet. Holy shit. <laughs> you, you go straight through the closet. Do any of you other guys come? Through the, the door. door. To the bedroom. <laughs> okay, can't go through the door. Uh, Pepper, what do you do? Where's the dogs and the ants? Did they come along? Um, the uh, the dogs they they wouldn't fit in the elevator. They're too many. Oh, oh they uh, they they're staying uh, downstairs on the um, on the uh, on the warehouse area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do you want to go inside? I can move my. Oh, 
I cannot. Okay, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll let you move. Actually, um, and while I'm, oh never mind, I can't. So I'll just move it. Oh, you're on the background layer. God damn it. Um, Antonio is just at the door frame behind the Carl and Pepper. Okay. Uh, yeah, as you walk in, you see on the seat directly opposite uh, the bed is the mayor, Mayor Coltrane. Uh, he's sitting there looking unbelievably haggard. He's very tired. Um, and he's staring at the bed. And on that bed, hooked up to an IV, is an old man. Unbelievably old. He looks ancient. Hmm. I assume you're Matthias. The uh, old man looks at you and goes, What a guess. Hmm. It's good to see you with okay. my actual eyes, Max. Hmm. And it's not nice to see the others? Am I that special to you? Oh, Max. Look at you. You survived the arrow. That's very special. The rest of you, it's, uh, if I could turn my head to see you, I would. He's uh, sort of looking straight left at you. His body is so much smaller than the, the sort of illusion he conjured up. He's uh, tiny. Like, he looks, he looks like someone who is millennia old. He looks so old. Hmm. Well, I guess Antonio and Carl go to the opposite side of this bed. Okay. We're just gonna come. We're just gonna. Where is the IV? Uh, it's like over here. Um. Shit! I had a question. Yeah, uh, where'd the uh, where'd the zombie horse go? Um, he uh, he takes he reaches under a, a thing in his bed and opens it, and he pulls out the zombie horse and goes, "What do you mean this piece of red string?" The woman swapped it out for the real thing on the train. At least that's when I'm assuming it happened. Unless you had the fake one, Max. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, well, just laughs. I was I was assuming you weren't that deceptive. Really loudly. Uh, he coughs up a bit of blood. Um, yeah, I, I am. Um, I went to. It was my only chance. I needed to get it. And he coughs up some more blood. I walk up to him and gently place my hand on his forehead. He's feverish. And um, the old man, Mayor Coltrane, stands up and says, No, no, you mustn't touch him. He's he's, um, he's not very well, as you can tell. Anything could set him off at this point. I know. And I, say, I say I know, and then I like, I, like, put him to rest, like, nicely. You're not He's just gonna pull out his ID. No, I'm like, no, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, like mercy killing, I guess. But like, I'm not gonna be like a do a giorno here and like, 
be with that or anything. No, not yet. The man, um, Malak runs up. He says, I've been... Wait one second. He, uh, he makes a small motion with his hand and a, a horned figure appears, but a horned figure appears behind him. He says, this is down to Georgia. It, it trades years. I, I could give years of my life to other people. And I've been doing that for Matthias for the last 10 years. I'm actually 20 years younger than I appear to be. Um, he, he, he looks at me, he says, I, I believed in this man's vision. I was willing to do anything, anything to keep him alive for as long as possible until he could be cured of what ails him. But I know now there is no chance. You, if you kill him now, the city will dissolve, which is why we issued the evacuation warrant. But that includes this building can't be in it while he dies hmm wait so we'd like just disappear you'd no the, the, I think the, the building would disappear can't kill the ants like that <laughs> uh, Matthias, oh, look, I... Matthias looks at you Max and he goes I I know it's Awfully um, presumptuous of me after all I've done. But would it be possible that you could take me outside? I haven't seen the sun for five years. Okay, I I walk up and gingerly lift him in like a princess carry and go over to the elevator. Okay, the rest of you guys come? I feel like Carl wants to take the stairs down. Okay, Carl can take the stairs. Um, you, when you get to the, uh, when you get to the warehouse, you tell uh, Hound, the Hound puppies, and the Empire ants to come downstairs with you, and you all exit the building together. I assume. I tell Carl to follow me as well. Okay. Um, uh, you, when you leave the building, um, uh, Matthias uh, is in your hands. He said, "It's so beautiful, Max, and I can L- look. I I remember when I designed that. I I imagine, and he points to." one of the buildings it's like weirdly like bullet shaped almost like and he says i i was looking at the fruit on my stand at, over there and i thought i'd make a building that looks like a pineapple and you realize now yeah it looks like a pineapple with the the <laughs> the windows are like triangle shaped and he says and that one over there that's um that's like based off my iv back i i and you know it's now yeah it's like it's tall and thin and it's got a big bulbous end to it and he says I just wanted to make a perfect place Pepper you you know you know I just wanted to make it all perfect right I know yes 
Okay. But what is perfect for you might not be perfect for others. I he he looks at the the ground, his streets, and he looks at uh, uh, in the corner and he sees some graffiti yeah. and, and he sees some like broken cars and he sees a sort of the dirt of the of the ground level of paradise and he goes i i think i get that now could you just lay me down here max i i gently lay down and kneel next to him he says i've, I've evacuated the whole city it's my final act as as the mayor of this town Well, it's been a wonderful show. Thanks for listening. And his eyes slowly... That's all, folks. And his eyes slowly close. And all around you, the tall sky rays of Paradise City slowly disapparates. And the occasional object falls, stuff like chairs that were bought from outside the city, uh, paintings and like bricks that were brought from outside the city and then added to buildings but like surprisingly you see how much this man has made of this city and Hmm. it just goes and you're standing in a cluttered desert Hmm. as the city is dissolving Carl and Carl go to the Paradise City Fine Arts Center. Just to see it go. Yep. Uh, it takes, like I said, it's taken a long time to dissolve. And like, you you see it slowly, but surely melt. Um, even the instruments, you can see some of them were his designs as the insides of the building slowly just dissolves into nothing. Um, what do you guys want to? Does Pepper and Max want to see anything go? Yeah, Pepper. Uh, gonna maybe stop by uh, the graveyard first, where his wife is buried, mm. and then he's gonna um, by the uh, Fine Arts Center, where he's got some paintings up. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, you managed to get the paintings in time, but uh, the. The graveyard, when you get there, is still dissolving, and but you can barely make out the names on the stones. Uh, you see the grave of your wife slowly dissolve before you. And what about Max? Does he does he go to see anything? I say, absolute power corrupts absolute. Well, maybe maybe I, I shouldn't let that happen. And then I pull the arrow out of me, place it on the ground, and just stamp it like over and over and over again till it's dust. And I don't have those like requiem powers anymore. Yep. As soon as you destroy the arrow, you feel the powers of G3 leave your body, and your body goes from this beautiful prismic colors to the regular dull metal that is made up. And you see the spirit of the arrow slowly lift out of it. And you see the spirit of Matthias slowly spit spit out of him. And the scenery of the desert 
and the four people standing in it get smaller and smaller until they are nothing but a speck on a giant world. And that was Agents of Speedwagon Part 1. <laughs> Damn. So, wow, that was good. That was good. Damn. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, wow, that was a long one. That was amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. I you actually made me cry when this shit started to dissolve. Yeah, it, it was. It's great. It was it's great. Thanks, dude. I I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm still recording. While Wait, what happened? What happened? Where's Car- Carol? Uh, Carol uh, was with Carl at the end. They went to see the Fun Art Center together. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, I guess this is the end of the uh, the series, and um, our, also our, our send off to Max. Uh, crazily. So, um, mm. I, I, is there anything we want to say to anyone who is watching? By the way, we've got some more subscribers. A lot of people are actually watching now. A couple of people commented. Quite nice. Uh, oh, well, thank you. And um, it's been a pleasure and glad this could be my, uh, the last thing I do really before I go. Oh, that's fucking adorable. Thanks, man. Anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything you anything you guys just want to say about the series in general? Um any plot threads you want cleaned up? Any anything like that? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel questions. I feel like we should do kind of a where are they now mm. after the city dissolved? Let, let, I like that. Let's uh, let's do that now. Uh, let's start with. Uh, Wait, Ant- how are speedwagon things doing? Um, I'll, I'll get to that. That's here. Um, Antonio, first off, what was he doing, Carl? After all this. Well, Antonio, he understands the gravity of the situation, and he goes. He went to his old sandwich shop. He grabbed his most precious belongings and stood there, uh, seeing it dissolve into the ground. I guess uh, a couple planks of wood that he used to like repair tables and the walls fall down because they're not part of the city. And uh, after that, he leaves to find another place to live. Where's he go? Yeah. Um, Antonio flies back to Italy, where he was born. Uh, and he starts studying with his with his uh, family the arts of uh, spin based medicine and eventually gains a job at the Seppeli family hospital 
right. Uh, what about what about Pepper? Where's Pepper now? Um, Pepper. Uh... But one sec. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, 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 Yeah, I don't know. I think well, he's muted. Oh, Sorry about that. Uh, no problem. Right. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, Pepper Pepper goes to start up painting somewhere else, but if the Speedwagon Foundation is still up, he's going to try and work for them again because over the course of this campaign, and the, the circumstances of his wife's death may not have been illness, but a stand. And Matthias's little tease there uh, also, he wants to go top of the government and whatnot too. Yeah, because why not? Because he's an anarchist. That's that's actually part of his goal. I I wrote that down at one point. That <laughs> he he hates authorities, authoritative figures. So he wants to take them all down. Um, perhaps we will see him again. Uh, what about uh, what about Carl? What's Carl get up to? Well, uh, Carl. Uh, tries to get back in touch with his piano students because obviously yeah. the town doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Carol and Carl um, been eventually start living together and uh, it takes a couple of years but eventually they get married and uh, they have a couple of kids which is kind of weird because Carl never knew that <laughs> Carl was his half sister. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, what about Max? Wait, what? Hold on. What? I love, I love ending my stories on incest. What the fuck? I mean, I I knew it. Like. I mean, vaguely. I, I actually, I actually knew it. That's why when he said we got married, I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> All right. No, she I... never told him. Oh shit! Wait, she wait. She knew. Carl. Okay, let me. I guess now that the series is over, I can explain. Yeah. Uh, Carl was born into a dynasty of of uh, musical musical prodigies, and he was one of them. Then his mother had an affair. And their parents separated, and Carol was kept a secret from Carl. I assume Carol eventually falls in love with Carl, even though they are half brothers. And uh, she eventually comes to the decision uh, to never tell him that they were family. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, Love it. What about uh, what about Max? What does Max do to, to finish off? Well, I mean, where do you go after being on the top? Uh, I don't know. I I hadn't really thought about what my guy would do, so I would say uh, probably just retires, just like at a farm or something, you know, because that's what people do when they after that. And so he thinks, oh, might as well just do a farm. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, Max, Max. Uh... Max Brannigan Farms becomes a modest yeah. success. 
the Speedwagon Foundation actually thrives. It moves from Paradise City to New York, which is north, and um, uh, essentially becomes a even bigger powerhouse than it was before, employing more and more Stound users uh, all across the globe. Um, maybe some of you keep working with them, maybe some of you don't. But, um, yeah, uh, Speedwagon's a lot happier now, and the the world is a lot safer without an uh, egotistical maniac ruling over it. <laughs> so I, I guess that's the end. Wow. I kind of expected an epic battle at the end. Yeah, I... Yeah, no, I expected, like, a love train kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I thought he was. But of course, it's kind of hard to beat someone with a Rectum Angel. Yeah. A- a- hero.